Welcome to the LexisNexis Environmental Law and Climate Change Center podcast. A summary of recent news stories from the pages of LexisNexis Mealy's Pollution Liability Report and interviews with attorneys and experts on issues involving environmental law and climate change. The Ninth Circuit orders the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to prepare new fuel standards. And a California state judge says a city's development plan must consider global warming. These and other stories make up this edition of the LexisNexis Environmental Law and Climate Change Law Center podcast. The LexisNexis Law Centers, your starting point for the information you need for your practice area. www.lexisnexis.com communities. Insurance, workers' compensation, product liability and toxic torts, corporate and securities, intellectual property, commercial and general business, bankruptcy, international, and more. LexisNexis.com communities. Each law center includes the latest news headlines, free news about movers and shakers, free downloads, free podcasts of news and interviews, a free blog area, and summaries and links into expert commentaries and insights and analysis. Join the community today. Your community. Your expertise. www.lexisnexus.com slash communities. The LexisNexus Law Centers. The Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals has ruled that the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's final rule, setting national gas mileage standards for SUVs and pickup trucks, was arbitrary and capricious for failing to monetize the value of carbon emissions, set a backstop, closed the SUV loophole and set fuel standards for vehicles in the 8,500 to 10,000-pound gross vehicle weight rating. The appeals court remanded to the NHTSA to promulgate new standards and prepare a revised environmental assessment or an environmental impact statement. Last November, the Ninth Circuit held that the federal government violated federal law when it failed to consider greenhouse gas emissions in setting national gas mileage standards for SUVs and light pickup trucks in its final rule, Average Fuel Economy Standards for Light Trucks Model Years 2008 to 2011. The appeals court remanded to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to promulgate new standards for the earliest model year practicable and to prepare an environmental impact statement to review the gas mileage standards for their environmental impact. In February, the Ninth Circuit granted the agency's motion for rehearing but the court on August 18th vacated the November 15th opinion and filed a new opinion reversing and remanding. The motion for rehearing was declared moot. The suit, filed by the Center for Biological Diversity, was consolidated with similar claims brought by a number of states and other organizations, which challenged the final rule issued by the administration in April 2006. The final rule set corporate average fuel economy standards for light trucks, defined by the administration to include many SUVs, minivans, and pickups for model years 2008 through 2011. But for 2011 and beyond, the final rule creates a new structure that sets varying fuel economy targets depending on the size of the vehicle and requires manufacturers to meet different fuel economy levels depending on their vehicle fleet mix. A California state judge has rejected plans to build a residential and commercial development because the environmental impact statement failed to make a meaningful attempt to analyze the project's impact on global warming. The Center for Biological Diversity and Sierra Club filed a petition for writ of mandate in the Riverside County Superior Court, 
challenging the environmental impact report for a 1,700-acre residential and commercial development called Palmwood Project in Desert Hot Springs, California. The environmental groups argued the report failed to analyze the project's impact on global warming. They also maintained it failed to adequately evaluate the cumulative impact of the project, that the description of the existing environment was inadequate, that the water supply analysis was inadequate, and that it was not recirculated after new information was received about endangered species. Judge Harold Hopp said the report was inadequate because the city failed to determine the project's effect on global warming before deciding that any such analysis would be speculative. The city, quote, may well be correct about the absence of regulatory guidance and that if the city had made a meaningful attempt to analyze the project's effect upon greenhouse gases or global warming, that it would have concluded that such an analysis was entirely speculative. But the city failed to make such a meaningful attempt and therefore did not proceed as required by law, end of quote, according to the judge. A dozen states have filed a petition alleging the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has violated the Clean Air Act by refusing to require new or renovated oil refineries to install technology to control greenhouse gas emissions. The one-page petition seeks review of the final rule titled Standards of Performance for Petroleum Refineries, published in the Federal Register on June 24th. The Fourth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals has found the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency had the authority under the Toxic Substances Control Act to inspect a ship docked at a Baltimore pier for PCBs. The appeals court affirmed a lower court ruling preventing the ship owner from moving the vessel. In 1989, the federal government sold the MV Sanctuary with the stipulation the ship would be used to provide humanitarian services. Nothing more happened and Potomac Navigation ultimately bought the ship at a court-ordered public auction. Environmental Watchdog Group informed the EPA it believed that Sanctuary contained PCPs and would likely be towed to another location and dismantled, in violation of the Act's ban on the export of PCBs. A district court granted the EPA's request for a preliminary injunction to prohibit Potomac from moving the Sanctuary until the EPA could complete the inspection and determine whether an enforcement action was necessary. The Fourth Circuit held that the EPA's inspection authority under the Toxic Substances Control Act carries with it the authority to obtain a warrant and explicitly authorizes the EPA to inspect a premises or conveyance where there are substances regulated by the Act. For LexisNexis Legal News, I'm Mike Butler. An insurance coverage case concerning noxious emissions from a rendering plant can proceed that after a Missouri judge's late August refusal to stay, even though the underlying liability action is still pending. Select Insurance Company seeks a declaration that it has no duty to defend or indemnify renewable environmental solutions with respect to pollution emitted from the company's Carthage, Missouri plant. The plant converts agricultural waste into oil and gas. Most of the waste comprises unused turkey parts from an adjacent ConAgra Foods Butterball turkey plant. The process allegedly generates noxious odors which are emitted into the air around the plant. The Missouri Department of Natural Resources has received hundreds of complaints from neighboring landowners regarding the air pollution emanating from the plant. The insurance company claims it does not owe defense or indemnity, relying on the pollution exclusion as well as an exclusion for expected or intended injury or damage. It also says its policy excludes coverage for the costs associated with statutory penalties. Judge Orchery Smith denied a motion to stay the coverage action 
concluding that the state court action may not address coverage issues and that no overlap of the issues exists to compel a stay of the coverage action. The 11th Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals has vacated a decision that an insurance policy's pollution exclusion does not apply to an underlying lawsuit and determined that the professional liability insurer has no duty to defend or indemnify its insured in the underlying breach of contract and negligence action. The appeals panel remanded the matter to the Middle District of Florida, so summary judgment may be entered in favor of James River Insurance Company, holding it has no obligations under a professional liability policy issued to Ground Down Engineering. In 2003, Ground Down completed an environmental site assessment on property for priority development. When Priority began developing the property, it discovered buried construction debris, several 55-gallon drums, and half of an underground storage tank. Priority sued Ground Down for breach of contract and negligence. James River filed a declaratory judgment action relying on its pollution exclusion. Judge Elizabeth Kovacevich ruled for Ground Down, concluding it would be unconscionable to construe the exclusion to limit coverage regardless of causation. James River appealed arguing that the failure to discover tanks and construction debris during an assessment are claims arising out of pollution, as that phrase is used in the exclusionary language. The circuit court said the broad nature of the insurer's exclusion demonstrates that it applies. The damages in this case, it said, are directly related to the contamination of the property and the resulting environmental remediation. It noted Priority's suit seeks compensation because of lost profits, lost property value, and the need for environmental remediation, and lists these damages under the heading of environmental contamination. The appeals panel added that the language of the exclusion contemplates that negligence could be a basis for a claim and would be excluded. For LexisNexis Legal News, I'm Michael Lefkowitz. The judge presiding over the MTBE multi-district litigation in New York has said the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection must amend its complaint against 38 oil industry and chemical company defendants to identify specific bodies of water allegedly contaminated with MTBE. The New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection sued more than 35 oil industry and chemical company defendants for their use of the gasoline additive, saying MTBE has contaminated state waters. The agency alleges claims of strict products liability based on defective design, public nuisance, strict liability under the New Jersey Spill Act and Water Pollution Control Act, trespass, and negligence. The judge said nowhere does the complaint specify any particular ocean, estuary, spring, stream, or body of surface water that's been contaminated with MTBE. You're listening to the LexisNexis Environmental Law and Climate Change Web Center podcast. For complete details on these and other environmental and climate change stories, visit LexisNexis.com slash Mealies. The LexisNexis Environmental Law and Climate Change Web Center podcast was written in part by Samantha Drake, editor of LexisNexis Mealies Pollution Liability Report. Copyright 2008 by LexisNexis, a division of Reed Elsevier Incorporated. LexisNexis, total practice solutions. I'm Steve Bursler. Thank you for listening.